What's my favorite precinct in all of Brooklyn? Uh, nine, 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 nine. nine? Uh oh. <laughs> all right, so nine or ninety-nine episodes. Whoa. Okay, I was like, what is he talking about? Why is he bringing up precincts? Why is he talking <laughs> about Mike Schur? Shows? I was gonna do like a the, a Jay Z bit, and I know you know that Jay Z song, but for some reason, I just didn't feel like that yeah, was the 99 best. Ninety-nine problems. Somehow, even though you've never watched really Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I knew that was a more familiar reference point than mm. to to wade into the waters of Jay-Z. And I'm not saying that you don't know shit about hip-hop. What I'm saying is, like, since, since we were kids, yeah. I, I was like, yo, listen to this Jay-Z record. And you were like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've listened to it. <laughs> that would actually be the quicker uh, the quicker reference point for me. Just that Black album? that. But yeah, how do you probably. feel? I mean, totally sw- switching. I just like, how do you feel about any time that people don't name their albums or color grade their albums? You I'm, know, I'm totally fine with it. Just keep it consistent. That's my thing. Like, I'm kind of freaking out about the Xbox right now because it's like I don't even understand the naming scheme anymore. Right. Like PlayStation, at least, like, say what you will about PlayStation. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like, oh, PlayStation, Xbox. But at least they keep it simple. It's PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, not PlayStation X Genesis or anything. Not uh, Xbox One S. Just gets confusing, and I don't know what's uh, what's happening there. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the same thing because it's like, all right, because th- this is actually something that's on my mind right now because of uh, Scream. They just like announced another Scream movie. Right, we just watched Scream. We did, which I again Yesterday. simulation theory. Like, mm-hmm. why, what are the odds on that? We watched Scream last night, uh, and then this morning they're like, hey, we we officially announced Scream Five, and Uh-oh. it's just called Scream. And some people are mad about that, and other people are they like... They didn't turn, like, the A into a 5 or anything? No, well, they did that with Scream 4. They put right. the 4 in the A, and you're like, God damn it. But no, they showed some restraint. It wasn't, like, 5 C-R-E-A-M. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, they, they, they exhibited a little bit of restraint, but I agree with you when it comes yeah. to, like, the Xbox stuff. It's like, okay, Xbox... Xbox 360, sure, I get that logical step. You've set up a precedent, Xbox 720, right? right? And then just keep multiplying that. Revolutions, multiple revolutions. Because the first Xbox only went 180 degrees. It only went 180 degrees. That that was like a big sticking point for critics back in the day. Right. It's like, why doesn't this thing fully rotate? And then they they came out with the 360, addressed a lot of concerns. Right. And then the the naming scheme just went beyond me. Yeah. Because I was expecting it to turn around more than once. No, I I, I totally agree with you. I think that's the one weird thing, because Xbox One... Was after that, which was cute. I called him Xbox One, you know, sure, but Mm. it didn't make sense, like, because we had been affectionately referring to the original Xbox as Xbox One, Xbox 360, then Xbox One for real, and now what is this Xbox Series X? Yeah, like I I don't know, like what's the next one? But well, begs the question: What were the you know A through what is that uh, T U V W W like? Where were all these other uh, series? At? That's that's the question I continue to ask myself, you know. And it's just I've given up asking it. That's why I stuck to PC. It's not for like any specific reason. It's not because it performs the way it does. It's just because it's less confusing for me. Mm. I understand it more. I don't think so. I think it's way more. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, like, you're right. You're like right. popping, like getting under the fucking hood on a PC is like way more difficult. We had this conversation because it's like I've always like I I will wave the white flag. PC gaming way better, mm. uh, but convenience, and I just have to buy something once every seven years, and it's gonna do it for me. You know? Sure. He, here's the thinking about it: is like you, you've got you're you're an Apple person, so you got your your Apple desktop, your Apple. Uh, laptop, and then you got your PlayStation Xboxes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, PC doesn't just do the Xbox PlayStation function. It does all three of those functions right. together. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm knocking your shit over. Yeah, I see that. But, you know. Uh, <laughs> Precarious the nice you are on. <laughs> so, so, like, again, like, I'm not upgrading that, but every, you know, five, six years. 
Yeah. And then I got a thing that does all the things at once. Do you have two computers though? Yeah. So you have like a computer that does your computery things, and then mm-hmm. you have an other computer that does That's the other. But but what I'm saying to you is just like in theory, I can do anything on a computer. I, I can do on an Xbox, with the, with the exception of like, I mean, I guess you can store shit too. Yeah. Really, the only thing you can't do is like go deep into a web browser. They have a web browser on there. It's just shitty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like my whole point is it's like oh, if you want to watch movies and 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 uh, store mu- uh, music and all that shit. Like you can do that on Xbox. You can do that on PlayStation as well. Right. Right. So it's just like, you're doing the same thing. You're just choosing which, uh, uh in- injection point, like uh, your method of delivery is, is different. That's all. Well, I mean, I feel like you can do like, like if you were so inclined, you know, you could do a lot of things like mm. you could do a rendering on a computer and, you know, photo editing. I can't do on an Xbox. Yeah, but do you do any editing. of that, though? Do I do photo? Well, editing? you do that one. But yeah. even so, you're not using like Adobe. And that's also why I preface it by saying maybe not me, but you right. can. So it's like the, the possibility is right. there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing. Here's yeah, the, like the disagree. weird fucking inverse of all this shit, which mm-hmm. is just like people because you're like, you're an Apple guy. And it's like, I'm an Apple guy be- like because I have the Apple products. There are people in this world who are. Apple people yeah. who are like standing outside of the fucking lines when the new phones come out and the new iPads and shit like that. And I've never understood that. That's not like who I am. Uh, there is a culture and I'm not saying this is you of people who are so anti Apple. Like, and I remember this is when, like when the iPhones first came out, there was that whole like iPhone versus Android debate. And it's like, Oh yeah. Like if you're someone who can actually take advantage of the open sourceness of fucking androids, then by all means, vaya con Dios, that's going to be really cool for you. Yeah. It's, that's like, what's the percentage of population that can really do any of that? You know what I mean? Versus the percentage of people who are like staunchly against Apple because it says something about their personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm not saying this is you. I'm just I, I didn't like, say you said that. Your eyes got all like shifty. So stop reading my <laughs> eyes. You don't know how to read my eyes. It's fine. Uh, no, I'm I'm saying like uh, you know I, I more or less agree with you. I guess I mean like like uh, Apple for me like if it leaves a bad taste in my mouth at all aside from like the child labor which everybody does on some level. Yeah, come on, everyone does it. <laughs> uh, well, I forgot what I was gonna say. All right. Well, you started and excused it. Like, I thought it was such an interesting, because you could have taken that moral high ground. And I would have been. Well, I was saying aside from that. I would have been like Anakin in the fucking lava leaves, world, like looking yeah, up at you. What leaves a bad taste in my mouth about Apple is that it d- it did feel for a while, and they've made strides to correct this. Mm-hmm. It's turned into TechCast. Yeah. Uh, is basically like, you know, uh, Apple is not modular. You're, you're basically paying for the branding, a, a big portion. Totally. Of that, yeah. You know, so it's like you're paying a premium for that little Apple insignia and the minimalism for a machine that more or less does like similar, you know, to something much less expensive. Right. But it's dummy proof. Idiots like me can just point and click at something. Mm hmm. Which is, I guess that's my point again. Like, it's just like how detailed you're going to get into something versus that. It's, you know, we talk about the console wars all the time. Mm. But I think at some point, PlayStation and Xbox and like Switch, they'll become sentient, obviously. And they're going to gang up against PCs because PCs are like the, you know, the snobs of the fucking tech world. Like, yeah, they're better, Mm. but they let you know that they're better, you know? And that's something like you, you keep talking shit to the proletariats beneath you, you know, like... Oh, yeah, it's going to be like a real Trump 2016 type situation. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, the common man uh, PlayStations uh, and Xboxers scams. are going to rise up against the <laughs> elitist PC people. I think so. They don't like being talked down to. anymore. No, I'm talking about like literally in a world where like the lightning hits a PlayStation under a full moon and then it's like, I'm alive. Right. <laughs> like, you know, he spends the next bit 
trying to resurrect PlayStation to kill it, but then... I love how often magic lightning was just a thing that happened in movies. It was a trope that it, it scans, like it does scan, but maybe right. it doesn't. Here's the thing. We all think that, where you're like, oh, if someone gets struck by lightning, in theory, it's like a jolt, an electric shock, right? But is that, was that just incepted into our brains by fucking Frankenstein? Yeah. Right? Like, it's yeah. alive! And if not that, Mel Brooks, right? Like, right. And I know he used to do that. Like, Edison would used to, like, you know, uh, shock things. And there was another guy who was, like, kind of a fraudster who would say, I can reanimate corpses. And he would just cool. be putting an electric charge through a dead cow or something like that. And people go, oh, he's a miracle worker. And he tried to do it to people. And that was like not live, as good. Like, live people not or dead people? Dead people? Like, yeah. what do you mean? What happened? He, he would, like, get a group of people and they'd be like, I'm going to reanimate this dead body. And they'd be like, I don't know about that. And they're like, oh, my eyes are too big for my stomach on this one. I thought yeah. I wanted to see I a corpse it, dance. It's, but It's <laughs> like just electric, yeah, electrocuting a fucking corpse <laughs> in a theater. That's what right. they did for entertainment back then. They didn't have a lot going on. That is like such an underreported. I guess you won't know until you try. No, but think. I mean, seriously, accurate. But also, what an underreported kind of shit that was going on in our histories. Yeah. Well, I mean, like everything we have is the result of like laborious trial and error and death. Like, yeah. look around this room. That's what that's all here from. Okay. That's okay. crazy. Okay. So you know, like when people are complaining about like Biden isn't progressive enough or whatever, yeah, right? That but was, it's it's that's all me, baby. But it's. <laughs> I hope not. Um, but it's it's also it's all within that like weird uh, kind of thing that what you're saying is like to be human is to have I mean not your fault but you've opted in to a really shitty permanent record you know like because because of things like oh we sent dogs into space well, and let j- them just die. So I know, like <laughs> what does opt out looking look like in this scenario? Is that just like offing yourself, jumping off a bridge? Like I'm opting uh, out. I, like, there's no way to like opt out really right. with uh, 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 like except doing that or going off the fucking grid. Yeah, because you made it sound society. like I was signing of a Verizon contract or something. No, so no, sure. no. What I'm saying is just like you're right that we come in. We like okay, we wanted to get to space. Yeah. So we sent monkeys and fucking dogs into space and let them die slowly it's fucking horrific but like you to your point it's like yo, it's a lot of trial and error and a lot of bad shit happened to so we get to where we are now and now it's easy to be all puritanical about that shit and be like oh that's so crazy but you're benefiting from it you know what i'm saying like you you are you have blood on your fucking hands no matter what lady Macbeth, and there's no washing is gonna make it come off just call me lady Macbeth. yeah okay Thought you might like that. She's the best character of that play. Yeah, you know? she's the funniest. Ah, okay, she's mentally ill, but she's hilarious. She's a laugh riot. That lady Macbeth. Personally, I'm a Fleance guy. You know, the little kid who literally flees from being murdered. Right. His name's Fleance. Flee Fleance. I think is the actual quote in that. Is that why they called him Fleance? I don't know. Like, how could your name be in... uh, Did they have fleas in Macbeth time? I mean, obviously they Uh, had them. Did they know that they were called fleas? Right. Well, what did they call them? Like little black specks? Little black... You've got the specks. (laughs) You dirty... specks on you, mate. I mean, it's possible. I'm just wondering because it seems like... like medieval head and shoulders or something? (laughs) Speck wash? Well, it's just literally they cut your head off in the medieval times. Yeah. Decapitate you fully. No more dandruff if you don't have a head. That was the that was the secret well, power. Good news and bad news. <laughs> All right, go. Home. Well, good news is you're gonna be spec free. Oh. Uh, bad news is we gotta kill you. <laughs> Do you think it's a raw disaster? Oh. But the other good news is they'll put your head on a spike, like as a reminder. Oh, to see. 
Don't get specs. <laughs> it just seems like the equivalent of having like a name Fleons is like, you know, it's like that, like Fleabag. Like that show Fleabag came out. Right. And why was that so viscerally interesting right off the bat? Because her main her her name was Fleabag. Who the fuck and would want to be called a Fleabag? Right. right? And, and that, it's, was, that was the central mystery of that show, is like why? And we never really get an answer. Well, which I ultimately end up loving. But it's the idea that it's not, oh, she calls herself Fleabag. Everybody calls her Fleabag. That's like the, her dad calls her fucking Fleabag, you know? Right. So it's the equivalent of Fleance, I think. It was right. meant to denigrate, but yet just gives you like your ultimate. Is a flea bag like a bag full of fleas, or is it a bag that's attracting fleas? That's interesting. Like it's a like a bag with no, nothing inside of it, just with like weird flea pheromones. Right. That's I mean, my question. <laughs> I mean, right? We got universe questions, Phoebe uh, Waller, Waller Bridge. Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you have three names? Call up Phoebe Waller Bridge. Let's get her in here. Well, it's see like Phoebe Fleabag. Like I, I feel like that might be based in something, or maybe it was like a. Phoebe. Well, you know, it could be like uh, she was bullied or something, in, in primary school. That's what they have over You're there. You're like anymore. a bag full of fleas, or a bag that attracts fleas. <laughs> One of them, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Whichever one she hurts more. that trauma through right. a play form. Wrote a play. Wrote a series. That's was pretty the move, good, man. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. Uh, I, I'm really proud. I mean, do you? Because I think about her, um, and I'm just like, what is she going to do next with her life that ever reaches? Because that, that felt like such a seismic moment, right. that show. So and, specific and personal. Yeah, and, and she did that Killing Eve thing, which was fine, but the subsequent seasons I've heard are not as good. Right. Um, but she also stepped away, so, you know. Uh, she's doing this Bond thing. Oh, she did, like, write part of Bond, didn't she? Yeah. Fuck, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe we just get her to do things. And, like, the, the rule so far with Bond movies is that every other one is good. So this one should be... This one should be good. But how does that work? Oh, I guess that, that always stands true, right? right. Because the Casino Royale, good. Quantum of Solace. Eh. Yeah. So, uh, fucking Skyfall. Admittedly, good. neither of us watched Spectre. Spectre, I hear eh. Okay. So this one should be... Eh. But what I'm saying is like that you could trace that back far enough. Uh, like right. Pierce Brosnan's last movie wasn't good, so Casino Royale had to be good. So like roughly know? every four to five years, we get a decent Bond movie. Yeah. Weird. It's weird that they, like, that's the one franchise that does take its time. Like, every other franchise is like, let's put it out, 18 months, let's get a sequel out there, right? right. It's the one that doesn't, and yet they don't always stick the landing. It's so weird to take that much time and still fuck it up, right. you know? It's like Radiohead, like, waiting five years to drop an album. and then Yeah, King it. of Limbs. Like, I'm still a little sore about it, and I love King of Limbs, but... Right, that was, what, eight or nine songs? 30 minutes long? Mm, like, took, a, on, took a long time to get there, and we were right. all like, oh, they're going to put out its squeak? Well, they didn't, and, and you know... Just a bunch of sad boys being sad. Yeah, but 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 the Radiohead thing is an apt analysis, I think, because it's like no, they usually are really great. Like I like King of Limbs; it's just not as like a masterpiece as I wanted right. or whatever. But you you wait a long time, you get rewarded by really good stuff. Right. You can't always say that with James Bond. You're always waiting. That part of the equation never changes. That's the, you know the static or whatever. Well, but. I've never been like a huge James Bond person. Uh, I do I do like the Craigs or whatever, but you kind of grew up on James Bond, right? Yeah, my grandfather really loved it. I used to go to like North Carolina to visit Pop Pop and um, TNT. He used to have the yeah. right, the rights to that shit, so you would just see him on TV the whole time. Is any part of that franchise like uh, precious to you? You know, in memory, nostalgic. 
or are you just like whatever? Uh, well, it's weird, right? Because like James Bond, because it's because the Daniel, like okay, imagine you don't know anything about James Bond. You first come into the Daniel Craig franchise, right? That is a different fucking version of James Bond. Like, and people seem to forget how different it is. Yeah, like because like Moonraker is one of my earliest James Bond memories, and he's literally like on the fucking moon, right? right. Like, like the third act of that is like in a hot air balloon <laughs> crashing into shit. It's got the mom from that '70s show. It's yeah. a weird fucking. Well, I mean, movie. the problem with that movie is that it's so good. <laughs> that like there's nowhere else to go at. That. Well, that's kind of what happens with James Bond over and over again yeah. is they reach these like logical like I wouldn't even say logical illogical conclusions of where their right. franchise is going. Pierce Brosnan started Goldeneye. The biggest fucking set piece was like that tank scene yeah. and that like uh, sky tower thingy where Sean Bean and him fight. OK, right. Really, really realistic. Cut fucking six years to, to die another day. And then what do you got? Invisible cars, fucking uh, satellite heat rays melting Yo, the ice caps. And that was like, the best one. That well, was a smart movie. <laughs> It was the one that made Casino Royale necessary, like, and and that's why we we we, we pivoted so hard right. to realism. Yeah, they they like went the uh, the Bourne route kind of, except he was like a tankier, sloppier Bond. You know, he was better. Just run through walls. Remember when he like ran through walls in the opening scene of Casino Royale? We're like, well, it's not. Not your grandma's uh, James Bond or whatever people yeah. say. Yeah, but that's accurate because my <laughs> grandma had a James Bond and my mom had a James Bond. Right. Everyone had a James Bond and they're all super different. Am I attached to it? I would say I'm attached to when they're great. The problem is that like, you know, gun to my head, Casino Royale's the best it ever was. Yeah. Like, And it, it was because it was sort of self-serious, but also was clearly winking at itself the entire time. And like... But still like genuinely fun. Yeah, Good totally. characters, emotion. It was yeah. about a half hour too long, but which Bond film is you know? Yeah, and to be fair, there is 40 minutes of runtime of them at a fucking poker table, like right. which shouldn't work, and it does in spite that's of like, itself. Yeah, that's one of the more because that's like when I was figuring out how poker worked. You know, oh <laughs> that's your first lesson. Well, High and stakes, then, Mad Mickelson, yeah, blood and crying. They had like the blood crying or whatever. You know, like, um, oh, if only all tells were that good. Right, well, that's the easy one, right? Wait, wasn't like, he supposed to be like a master poker player, but his tell <laughs> is that he involuntarily bleeds out of his eye. I mean, like it—it it does seem like a liability. It's—it's it's hard to imagine he got past Vegas, you know, like right. the World Series of Poker, to get to this super high-end secret fucking game. Where where's that movie even take place? It's somewhere tropical, right? Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere. It, mm. It's a—it's a globe-trotting adventure. Either way, it's a mostly grounded globe-trotting adventure. What I'm saying is, like, I like the Pierce Brosnan ones because that's what happened when I was little. Right. I like one of the Sean Connery ones. I don't remember which one. I like the ones where they say a line in reference to known lines and then they subvert it. Like what? Like when the bartender oh. in Casino Royale is like, shaken or stirred, and he's like, I don't give a damn. Oh, my favorite one is, it's Pierce Brosnan. I think it's like, world is not enough. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the, he's in the office with Q. Mm. Right, Q's the Q's the, the, the tech guy. Tech, right, tech okay, guy. old guy who was in all of them. He's like, "Grow up, 007 That was his final line. He yeah. descends into the fucking darkness or whatever. Hey. There's a line where like he's in that dude's office and and he opens a coke and he pours it and it and it overflows Whoa. and he's like, "Oh, James!" And he's like, "I've got a license to kill. Surely I have a license to spill." And you're like, "Oh." Like, you took your... <laughs> that was your favorite? No, well, it's my favorite moment of something being terrible, like, right. for sure. Like, because I thought, like, okay, you're, you're you're James fucking Bond. You have, like, you do have Shaken or Stirred. You do have, like, all of these things yeah. that, for better or for worse, like, define the, the genre. License my, to Spill. License to Spill is the big one. My cousin, uh, Hector, hmm. is, like, obsessed with James Bond. 
But that's not saying much because he's obsessed with Patrick Bateman from American Psycho as well. So like, Ooh. I need to be very careful about. Like, that's like one character you're not allowed to be obsessed with. If right, like, like Travis you know? Bickle, uh, you know, <laughs> Patrick Bateman, Bateman. <laughs> John the, or Jack the, the point Ripper. Of that character is that there's nothing there. He's a screaming void of awfulness. And yet, I remember the first time I visited uh, him in in New York. He was living in the financial district. He was like a young buck in the finance yeah. game. Didn't have any fucking books. Didn't have a TV. One book. What book was that? Was it American, American Psycho? Because <laughs> as we all know, the book version is like the G-rated version of it. Get out of here. The book version is horrifying. Yeah. No, it's way worse. It's like, terrible. It's weird that that would be the one thing. Like, if he has American Psycho, the film, you could just make like, oh, maybe he likes film. Yeah, like, like, that's a great biting satire that's of this like, That's like having a Bible, but it's American Psycho. <laughs> you know? Like you could probably make one book. the book of Bateman. I'm sure you could. I mean, it does have a lot of very specific skincare rituals and product placement and stuff and like has its own hymns right Right. uh huey lewis whitney houston like these things are 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 the spiritual songs the 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 hollers of this religion every other chapter is a detailed account of murder so you know it'd be funny if someone like two thousand years from now tried to (laughs) well because it's just like it it is a detailed confession of murder like so much of it that it's like can we look at the bible that way like that it's just a detailed confession (laughs) right like can i I bring this into the courtroom (laughs) god just wants credit (laughs) because that's the one thing god doesn't have enough of is fucking credit like yo i created all of this i killed these people over here (laughs) i had a really good tuesday i killed 700 people like and this is in the way back when times right weren't a lot of people 700 people people. yeah like percentage wise that was was a percent that was a couple points on the global population we need to have like a trial of god at some point you know what okay 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 so you're god we're gonna set this up. This might be an episode hundred thing. We're gonna put right. God on God on fucking trial, but we'll see. Uh, so, okay, so if you are a prosecutor, you have this fucking like wealth, uh, an embarrassment of riches from which to choose from. Mm-hmm. What what are you coming at God? Because this is, remember, this is not you can't like try seventy different things, right? You got to like, what's your most likeliest case for conviction? I would say it would be mass murder one. Okay, what example and what proof do you have? Um, didn't he fuck up the Tower of Babel? Yeah, but the humans had it coming. Well, don't try to reach me. Like that's a that's a bigger question. You're right. What are you hiding up there, God? Like the whole idea is you created all of this and you created a heaven, so your people are trying to get to the heaven. Like, yeah. nope, only one entrance for that, and that's death. Fucked up. Number one and number two, it just seems like you're hiding something. Yeah, I mean, I would assume so. Um, but he's also confessing it. Like, well, fucking uh, Noah's Ark. I feel like they really gloss over the everything that died in that. Because that was the whole world, right? It is kind of cute. Mm. No, they tell that. St- I'm not saying it's cute to me. I'm saying it's cute that, like, you. we hear that story. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What are the first three Bible stories that you hear of? I think uh, Jonah, Noah's Ark, and uh, Moses. Right. Those are, like, the big three I think you're supposed yeah. to know. Unless you're they, they just keep you away from the Talmud. <laughs> like, right. the, the old book. They don't like that shit. Uh, but it's like, okay, so we hear those stories as children. And granted, they're usually like these like sanitized, like little happy, like, oh, there's a couple elephants. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a smiling fucking sheep somewhere. Right. Like, like a, fucking a, singing bird. totally happy with everything that's happening. Right. And it's like we do gloss over the fact that it was like, like God committed several thousand 9-11s when he flooded right. the world. <laughs> like, and, and it'd be one thing if it was a natural phenomenon. This is one of those things where like God people are, are going to have to split their brains to like figure out what they're admitting to. Because right. it's either he's a murderous piece of shit or you're like, or he's a, it's just a natural phenomenon and he doesn't exist. What, where are we going? And my understanding here is that how many humans were on the ark? Well, you had Noah and his wife, his 
three kids, I think. Yeah. And, and then there they, was there was one other one, like a boyfriend or one something. One other I guy. Thought. Yeah, and like that, that asshole that teenager. Was enough <laughs> genetic variants to repopulate the world with people. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some of the, the, those apocryphal things that are like have like some gnarly ass fucking like life from the caves, and it's like people oh. who went to the high, uh, you know, they, peaks. They went to like Mount Everest or wherever. Seriously, like the one place they could, and then then little, little by little, like thousands and thousands of years later, they right. like met up, and it it's still still we're all fucking our our, our cousins, basically, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> well, I, I love that God like had like a situation where it was just like you know incest for the sake of the survival of the species you, you know, know that one thing that god's really bullish about in the old yeah. testament don't uh kiss your sister <laughs> like that's right. the, what's one of the first things he talks about right but can anybody explain to me how adam and eve you know uh don't do incest with their kids later or whatever like how their kids don't know their kids incest? gotta incest with themselves right oh you oh you're right because it's fucking oh my god it's cain and abel yeah ain't no ladies there right and then one of them dies, so it's just like it's just one of the. It's not great. There's this great comic book by Jason Aaron. He's like a fucking wonderful comic book writer called The Goddamned, and he just recontextualizes like the Bible times, but mm-hmm. like for what it was right. likely, which was just horrifying, horrific barbarism and shit like that. <laughs> but it starts oh, like off, the real stories that they prettied up and put in the books, right? Yeah, so it's like the, your main character's Cain, like, mm. and it's like the yeah. man who invented death like yeah. or invented murder and he can't die he's got the mark of god on him so he just goes around the old testament world fucking shit up like noah's reimagined as like this genghis khan-esque kind of conqueror of man and he's got right. like this caravan and shit like that and i'm like see that's the problem with the bible like they should have realized they had game of thrones potential <laughs> instead of yeah. like sanitizing that shit go the other way because it's way fucking cooler and none of those people in westeros were like mad that the guy the, the lord of the light was burning people alive like it, it gave it more like sex appeal I think. right yeah it made it way sexier or terrifying i don't know one of those you know god it, it keeps coming back to this but god really does need a better pr well, we're almost at 100. We checked in with our monotheistic PR firm for episode 50. Right. Maybe he's going to consult them as he goes on trial for episode 100. I don't uh, know. You know, a little peek behind the curtain here. Like, uh, we're, we're we're still in the same room. Yeah, I'm we in are. Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, episode 100 is today. You know, we're doing that today as well. Should yeah. I not admit that? On no, the that's podcast? what you did. I'm not oh. going to edit it. I'm lazy. So, yeah, we're doing back-to-back episodes. <sighs> it, it, does that freak you out a little bit, though? Just, like, the idea of, like, the momentous occasion? It's like, well, we know behind the scenes that, like, right. we, we did it back-to-back. You know, it's not the it's not the same thing as, like, oh, you flew in. We got all the lights ready. You know what I'm right. saying? And we, yeah, I mean, you know, like, I was going to tell people that I just flew in for every episode. Because they don't know. That's true. They've never seen me on Commitment. video. Even in COVID, right. you just fly in, bring and disease with you what if, what if what if they were able to literally like trace you down as like a patient patient zero well like what's i don't know million zero or something how many cases do we have 11 million cases or something at least it's a pretty healthy number that's a lot anyway i wonder how many of that you're personally responsible for probably at least 50 that's like an honest number probably that's yeah. like a pretty accurate like you're like all right i'll just give it the old college try this is the jelly bean guess i mean i had rona back in march you know yeah. and uh i thought it was a cold until I, it wasn't yeah i mean or it could be a situation where like you are you're the new patient zero like you are the beginning of the mutation where it gets a hold of you like uh, i don't know a symbiote in eddie brock's body and takes sure. over and changes but you. it's like a worse version of the thing 
Yeah, of course. So like, you're saying this is a worse Rona? Like Rona becomes fucking like car- uh, carnage or something. Like shit. Rona was going around killing your lungs and shit. Now it's got a fucking mammal to like like to to fucking attach itself to a soul. It's just gonna go around fucking people up. Yeah, I'd prefer it didn't choose me for that. You know, if it's gonna choose anybody, just somebody else. No, but 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 we can't get people to take this seriously because we can't see it. Like, imagine so you think if, if there was a car. So you're saying that I need to, you know, take that for you the know, team take that bullet. for humanity. Yes, because think about this. Because like, if, if you told if there was if okay if you turn on the news and somebody had uh, like personally fucked up 11 million people, sure, he only killed 240 thousand, mm-hmm. but he hurt 11 million. Right. We'd fucking band together and kill that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But like, well, I mean that that's why like we need receipts on this shit like we need like a a fucking printout every day of like the number of people that we've personally killed from rona you know oh god we can do that what if you got that like a daily readout of like oh you didn't wear your mask and you infected uh 14 people and they infected this many well you want to believe that people would be like oh my god what have i done right but probably not. Yeah, they probably I mean, be, oh, fake news. Yeah, right. Or like, spying on me, which, to be fair, that would require a, a lot of spying. A lot of surveillance. Yeah. yeah. This is like the other day where I was talking about, like, you know, Fox News and shit, it's so bad. And you know why? It's because it's all for ratings. These are still things that need to make profit. What we need to do is get a state-run TV. And then I, right. in, in the middle of it, was like, ah, oh, that's bad. I <laughs> yeah. can't do that one either. <laughs> a lot of the solutions to this, it's like they've hijacked our freedom. You know, they've hijacked yeah. freedom and used it against us. Yeah. So if we limit the freedom, they have they can be like, oh, they're limiting freedom. They're freedom limiters. What's the alternative? What's know. the solution? It's actually genius. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, look, we all want to be like, hey, people from all Republicans are Southern morons. I don't know why we all say that, but yeah. that's like the thing. Well, they're, yeah, there's Southern moronicisms that yeah. beat out our logical liberalism. Yeah, because maybe they're all secretly Faulkners, man. Like, yeah. like super fucking intelligent people who have dogged the system. Say what you want. Like, these dumb mouth breathers have somehow run the gauntlet. Like, it's so impressive. Yeah. They're just going to do or say anything that they want to to uh, hold on to power to get more of it, you know? Where does that end? Do they like. Uh, this is the thing. I, I think that the planet like literally goes down in well, flames. Well, this is yeah. my point. This is like where Hollywood has hijacked our brains to like, okay, well, we got to swerve because just holding the highest office in, in the in the world right. ain't enough. You need more power. Like they try to like go into the sun and shit and become sun people. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like when I mean, you have this kind of like ego. Like what is when is it enough? And the answer has been never. It's never right. enough. So when does it just turn into a full on well, Hollywood you, third act? <laughs> do you think it's just like Sam Jackson in uh, Kingsman or whatever? Like they're actually utilitarians. They're trying to kill off <laughs> as many people as possible to save the planet. Yeah, I'm, but I'm getting tired of that. By the way, <laughs> as a as a trope, it's what just the, like, the 4D chess? Or well, yeah, like it's fucking Thanos. Like I like if you want to get technical. Well, he's doing the world a favor, right? <laughs> like yeah. Like, because that's the that's the that's the insidious thing we don't want to admit because we're like, oh, a lot of people died and it's sad. But what we don't talk about is the people who left are thriving. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, you got Thanos on the brain a little <laughs> bit today, don't you? I just think that like as a one as a narrative thing, it's lazy just to be like, well, he's actually doing it for good. It's like, well, you have to show that, like, right? In yeah, because there is no one scene of people thriving, right? Except for. Iron Man, because he lost nobody. Killing it. Yeah. Fucking privileged, most privileged character ever. Better than he was doing before. And I have to imagine, like, significantly less oversight. And then he invents time travel in, like, 30 minutes. 
And no one gives him shit about that, by the way. I want to throw that out there. Yes. Within the course of that film, the Avengers come over, and then he's like, I'm not doing it. And then, like, right. five minutes later, he's, he's created in his arm like, oh, fuck it. <sighs> a reluctant hero right. and does it in two minutes. And then Pepper Potts isn't the nagging wife. She's the opposite. She's like, you know you want to do this. You want to travel in time and save the world. <laughs> Which is, like, the one time you need Pepper Potts. Because like, you see Pepper show up in that scene. You're like, fucking, finally, a fucking boring adult in the Voice room is going to fucking right. put the kibosh on this. Doesn't happen she yeah. encouraged, like again we talk about these movies taking the characters and then changing them for the benefit of the fucking story like <laughs> so yeah it's my beef and it's just like he you know he just gets to continue doing whatever and no one not even banner really banner is just like there for comedic yeah he's just smart hulk now yeah but but no one like you think again he's a genius he'd be like well you know there's some real uh you know dangers with this stark doesn't happen right is there like I'm trying to I'm he's, not even being a shithead. He's sort of like just recklessly trying to attempt time travel without Iron Man. For right, while. and the most they do is they put a little lampshade on it. They're like Back to the Future. Blah, 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 yeah, da, well, they da, send da, Paul Rudd back a few times, and like he comes back as a baby version of himself, and mm-hmm. then an old man version, and then regular Paul Rudd version. He's like, oh, I pissed my pants, and everybody laughs. I don't remember that at all. That happened in the movie. It happens. God, it's a bad movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's not great. I. What do you think about like the idea of people? being so kind of wrapped up into those things. And I understand it, right? Like, we all really love stuff. I mean, it used to be, like, for bands and shit when we were kids. Right. But it's shifted over into, like, the kind of art, the TV, the movies that you watch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this. Look, if you love that Avengers movie, fucking A. Like, I'm glad that you love that. I would never take anyone else's enjoyment out of the fucking cinematic experience. The problem is we both want to be writers, which forces us to be more critical about this shit. Yeah. And so whenever you you are critical about it. People get really offended as if you're attacking them. And it's like, that's a you problem, not a me problem. Right. Yeah. Like, and I think it's perfectly fine to like these things and to enjoy them or whatever, but don't like sit there and make me pretend that it's high (laughs) art, you know? And it's like, I'm not, I'm not like, I haven't even seen like a 10th of the things that I need to see, Right. but I've seen enough things to know that there's other shit out there. There's other ways to tell a story. And like Marvel just gets boring for me after a while. That's really like the long and the short. We can come up with like a million reasons for why those movies specifically don't work sometimes. Uh, Most of the time they're fine. They're serviceable, but they're the same movie again and again. Yeah, there's there's nothing surprising about these films. It's a variation on a theme and Uh, people be like, well, what about Guardians? It's different from this. It's like end of the day, core components. It's the same shit. Uh, I mean, so like when Marty said that, I was, you know, like yeah, people didn't like his take, but I loved it. And yeah. I thought it was gl- glad that he said it. And I think if he really wants to put his uh, money where his mouth is, he steps into the arena. Yeah. You know, oh. g- give me give me a superhero. Give me any of them. Give me the fucking worst one. I'll show you a fucking art. You know what I'm saying? Who, who would you want him to adapt? Like Kite Man or something? Oh, yeah. Something really fucking stupid. Like, you know, because I think that's what you would have to do is just to right. prove that, like, it doesn't matter who you give Scorsese. He's going to find the human. He's going right. to find the humanity in it. You'd, like, take, like, the question or something, like a retired superhero. Yeah. Show him an old age with regrets or whatever, looking back at their superhero life. Fuck yeah. Yeah, like, I'm that, But that it. sounds interesting. Yeah. Like, I, we, we on the last episode we were talking about the Superman stalker movie which I know like sounds like a bit but if you think about it like there's a real horror film in that idea if you wanted to if you wanted to actually like you know portray Superman the right way there are all these interesting avenues you can do with superheroes and yeah. I think it's so fucking interesting that's the that's the that's the reason I've soured on them is just because we have stopped doing anything different really we're just doing the same shit over and over again yeah so bring Marty in there let him win an Oscar six you know <laughs> it'd be amazing he did this whole career he won once for the fucking Departed and the second thing would be for a fucking just Marvel six movie. in a row for 
<laughs> I'm I'm fine. I'll direct every mar- uh, Marvel movie. You know, like just I'd watch it. it. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course you would. I would too. It's never gonna happen though. You he's don't know. He can get inspired. Like he's doing these big budget movies, right? The next he's doing that uh, Killers of the Flowers Moon. It's a gr- fucking wonderful book. Get a yeah. chance to read it. Uh, but it's a western, and he's like, I need 200 mil for it. I'm like, why? Like, right. fuck. Because <laughs> if you're making Marvel movies, but they're just not Marvel movies, I guess I guess that's his point. It's like you can get two hundred million dollars to make this thing. About it I think purpose. he has to be. There's no reason you think it's for like, that. Oh, I can make this thing for eighty mil, but because those fuckers burn yeah. me over Marvel, <laughs> I'm gonna request more than twice as much. It's I that's my big supposition. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, he, he wasn't wrong and yet people try to come at him and it's yeah, well, people are dumb. You know, I mean, like, those movies are the equivalent of being seven years old and yeah. having action figures oh. and making, you know, Poison Ivy fight, you know, some fucking, uh, better, yeah. you know, Superman. That's pretty like, cool. it's like, whoa, these characters mashing up, and it's like, that's on the silver screen now. And yeah. People love it, but it's like, we've had 20 of them or whatever. When I was a kid, I used to have like a like a, a WWE wrestling, yeah, like yeah, a plastic yeah. thing. It was like t- not to scale, obviously. That'd be right. nuts. You come over to my house and yeah, I have a fucking wrestling life size, <laughs> like get in the ring. Um, but no, I had like one of those little ones, and then I had like a bunch of action figures, yeah. and I would like. I'd put them in the arena. It wasn't wrestling necessarily, but it was just like, oh, Frieza from Dragon Ball Z and fucking uh, Spider-Man. You know what I mean? I'd make them fight and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that was the most fun I ever had. You know, it's really weird. Like when we think about how we perceive things as kids, I showed you a video where someone had remade, or maybe I didn't show it to you, but I talked to you about it. Someone had remade the Nintendo 64 Zelda game in like super HD graphics. And they're like wandering around all the, the, the places. And it's just like, what's so weird about that is I know that it looks way better than it did when I was a kid. That I know the graphical limitations. Sure. But when I think about that in my memory, it always looked as fucking epic as that new version of it. Right. Same thing like when you're playing with these fucking action figures and your stupid little wrestling thing. It's just like that is as epic as anything I've seen on the yeah. Marvel screens, which that, is, that was like my first stabs at storytelling and shit. Kind know? of right. I yeah. think that that's true. Like that is where a lot of people kind of pick it up because you're like, and maybe that is like the wrestling aspect of it, like wrestling for better or for worse. Like whether you ever got into it as a kid, my brother and sister loved it. I liked it until I was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are ongoing narratives like you. And, and so when right. you start playing with your toys or whatever, like you have this thing where you're like, oh, I got to create universes and stakes <laughs> and shit here. And like uh, the Frieza fucked Spider-Man's sister and it is not OK. Like they're still over it, you know, or not over it. So I don't know. I, I, I just uh, yeah, it's weird that like our imagination it, it, it's like these films have satiated it to the point where we don't like remember these things in grandiosity like we used to or appreciate them. Right. Know? Well, I, I think that there, there's never going to be an endorphin hit uh, as big as like when your brain was still being formed mm-hmm. and it's being shown things like Jurassic Park or, you know, the f- 1989 Batman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like like that that's when it's new to you and y- it hits you at the right age. And I think that that's what a lot of people are still chasing. Like with Star Wars films, oh it's yeah. never going to be good enough because it's never going to give them the same sensation that they had when they were five, eight, ten, whenever they first encountered it, you know? I mean, that's kind of sad. It's like yeah. it really is downhill. Like people say like, oh, you know, uh, what, 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 it's weird because middle age, but when you hit 40, oh, you're over the hill. Yeah. Because presumably it's all downhill after that. Like right. that's the dark underbelly of that joke, and we're all like, ah, ha, ha, it's all good. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> no. But think about it, because then, like, you're you're a fucking, you know, like what you're saying is that life basically sucks after fifteen. Well, 
well, you yeah, know, I like, mean, like at least in that in that regard, you know, like uh, right. you, you have different experiences that are equivalent, yeah. right? Like you like jazz when you're 25. No way you were going to be able to appreciate jazz right. like as that, a seven year old. And as good as pizza is now, it's not as good as the first time I ever had pizza, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's like you you just got to keep trying new things. I think that's the trick. <laughs> it's dangerous. You go down a dark, insidious path a of real <laughs> escalation, right? I, Start with pizza, go to calzones. Whoa, topsy turvy oh from there. God. Sky's the limit. <laughs> that's like calzones got to be demon food. Like it's got to be like a, like a joke of what people think food is. Right. You know, I don't know. Fucking. You okay, buddy? <sighs> no, I just, I, calzones existing is a thing that really fucks with me. W- what was the origin of that? And this is easily Googleable, but I don't, I don't have do a it. way to do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> we're not doing it. Uh, was it just like from how New Yorkers will fold slice and they're like, what if we did it, but like where they don't have a choice? Right. I mean, v- maybe it's possible. I doubt it because <laughs> it's got like a real, uh, it's got a real Italian history. sounding name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Calzone. Like, that's what it is. Maybe it was a guy named Cal in Brooklyn, 1948. And, and he, he was, was in the zone, zone one day and he yeah. just flipped it over. Yeah. Maybe hey, I mean, I'm in the zone. <laughs> what do you call that thing, Cal? <laughs> I no. call it two pizzas stuck together. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta throw that to a room. <laughs> we gotta get some focus they groups. Their marketing in the back of their pizzeria. It's a hey bunch boys, of people. We got a project for you. <laughs> Three piece suits and fucking like Harvard degrees and shit. <laughs> Good show, man. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, that would be pretty dope. Oh. <laughs> That'd be way cooler. I know there's a possibility of anything, but I guarantee you, that's exactly how it went down. Oh man. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Where do we even go after that crater? You know, calzones are yeah, terrible. Man. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, you know, 